0: Year is 1981. As always, my name is Nathan and with me to run through this year is a man that I've been a big fan of for a number of years. I'm very happy that he's come down to our level here at Rogue Opinions to do a show with us. You might have heard his voice (laughs) on the Teen Tiger awesome show. You would have also seen him on Comedy Central alongside AEW's Les Champion, and right now you will hear his sultry tones on Night Drive, which you can find wherever podcasts are sold. I guess that's probably the wrong word. It? Yeah, that's probably the wrong word to use because <laughs> you have got to pay for it, guys. It's Michael Trudy. Michael, thank you for coming to the show.
1: Absolutely. Uh, for half a second, when you were introducing it, I was like, "The year is 1981, always." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!"
0: <laughs> that was where that was where we peaked. <laughs> like your birthday and it's just been 1981 ever
1: since Just trapped as a baby forever Under <laughs> Reagan Oh god <laughs> And I guess Thatcher? Was Thatcher
0: 1981? Uh, good question I clearly didn't do enough research Oh, no no worries <laughs>
1: That's uh, that's the only British Prime Minister I'm aware of
0: Oh, you don't remember You don't remember the puppet that was Tony Blair? Oh yes, I do remember Tony Blair That's right He was just, just always a George Bush's arm Yeah, I think they went on uh, a beach
1: vacation together at one point, right? Did they? I don't know. They always look like they were like three seconds away from tossing like beach balls back and forth.
0: (laughs) They are like a fucked up sequel to Batman. You were born in 1981. Got many memories? No.
1: I have the worst memory, and that's like a totally separate subject if you do a medical podcast, but like, <laughs> I, I, I really don't remember much of the 80s, or a lot of the 90s, and the 2000s aren't looking great either, I probably have some brain worms.
0: You're just pushing everything to the back of your mind, just hoping, that's how you just push it, down. it, that's how you keep it 1981 forever. Yeah, that's right, Keep it refuse, 1981. Just refuse to remember things. <laughs> But yeah, there was that was the episode you did with uh, Jack about high school. You just can't oh God, remember anything.
1: No, I remember almost nothing from high school. I remember we were doing a play at one point and I fell. I remember at one point I dumped an entire huge carton of goldfish out on the table and like organized them. So none of them were touching. And I remember like some of the friends I had at that point. But it's like I don't remember anything like super specific the way that they did. Like I'm not even f- friends with like a lot of those people. I it just it's not a, a thought that I like. Oh, what what happened in high-? I don't sit around
0: ruminating on it. It, it was so weird. Yeah. it feels like you probably should have told the guys that before you did that podcast with them. <laughs> and you just, just sat it out because
1: like Chris was like, oh, this is going to be a great idea, and like Clinton, Nick, and I were like, uh, I don't know, guy. And then like we got there and I was like, this is why it's not a great idea. I don't remember any of this stuff.
0: <laughs> maybe you never went
1: I, I would like to think so i know at one point and this is not a humble brag but in junior high i like skipped a grade in like three classes or whatever so i was going up to, to the high school to take some of the classes so i wasn't like really part of my grade and i wasn't really part of the grade before me so like at some point i just
0: stopped appearing in the
1: yearbooks they're like it's the class photo and i'm like not there for any of the classes
0: is this a, are you actually like some sort of secret agent I,
1: I don't know it's super weird like at the time i was like ah, i'm getting away with something but now i'm like oh, that's just kind of like weird, weird. <laughs> but nice to be like yes no you were in high school at that time like that is that is where you were
0: i feel like if i accidentally say the right combination of words you're just gonna burn down los angeles <laughs> <laughs> return back to wherever you came from.
1: Just a weird high school Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. But I was not that cool or that athletic.
0: Oh, but we could we could break down your life another time. I guess we kind yeah. A lot of that
1: happened outside of 1981. Let's get back to what what we're here for, which is being stuck in 1981 <laughs> forever.
0: So 1981, I always get the information from the dot So shout out to those guys; they do good work. Looking at the years to make it really easy for a podcast format, and <laughs> I know it's something weird because they give a nice little breakdown of like the money side of things, which is kind of boring, but there is something there is a point to this ramble. So they'll tell you what the inflation rate is like in America, it was 10.35%, and they'll give prices of random things like you get a pound of plums for 39 cents, apparently.
1: Yeah, Yeah. stock up on
0: plums. Yeah, don't panic buy people. Stop it. (laughs) Uh, You get a set and then just random stuff. You get a set of brass bamboo nested tables for $120. (laughs)
1: like i'm glad you're calling attention to this because like you go through and you're like all right miracle whip dollar 27 uh how much turkey costs per pound 55 cents a log cabin on five acres three bedroom one bath 19,900 i'm
0: glad you noticed that because that was where i was going to end was i was just looking at (laughs) it and apparently in wellsboro which i hope i'm saying that right pennsylvania you can just buy a log cabin for 20 grand like, what is a what is
1: a good stat point that like will will forever be relevant? Ah, yes, log cabins on five acres of land. That
0: you know, that's a good thing to like track inflation over the years. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was, like people would say, "Oh, you know, what was house prices like?" I understand that. <laughs> Not <laughs> random three-bedroom cabins in Pennsylvania. Significantly cheaper than the average cost of a new house. Yeah. Why is everyone not living in cabins instead? I don't know. I don't know. Seems, seems crazy to me. Uh, As I say, we're not going to go through like month by month. I've just picked out some of the key moments. So we'll get to some of the more interesting and more relevant ones to you truly. But first to start off with, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Lady Diana, marrying Charles, Prince of Wales. And the biggest stat that I saw from this, 750 million people watched it worldwide.
1: No, everyone loves a
0: royal wedding. They, they do. Like they, like, they get weird about
1: it over here, too.
0: Yeah, I've seen it before during the... When was it? Was that five years ago? I can't remember. Not Prince Harry's one. Prince William marrying yeah. Kate. That was it. Yeah. Completely forgot their names. By the really time remember. we got to Meghan
1: Markle, everyone was like, yeah, we saw this recently. It's a rerun. Yeah,
0: it's fine. We've already, <laughs> we've already seen her in suits.
1: <laughs>
0: she, she ruined it by leaving.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a good show I,
1: i've never seen it
0: oh you should watch it sometime it's pretty it's pretty good like
1: well i've got time now so i don't i don't really have an excuse unless i don't want to
0: <laughs> we will find out next time if you watch seats. <laughs> that's that's a that's a hell of a lot of people that's cr- that's
1: interesting because that really explains to me why why uh, princess die was such a I um, I don't know what you call them there if you call them like tabloids but it was like tabloid staple forever like I remember like all through the 80s and into I guess like the first half of the 90s like constantly princess die stuff in our tabloids over here
0: yeah she still simply sp- spoken about in glowing terms today like she's still they still use her in the papers whether that's good or bad thing but they'll occasionally splash her face on like the front pages and I guess it still sells Like, she's kind of, weirdly, she's like, I'm trying to think of like an equivalent, but like the way Marilyn Monroe is still relevant yeah, as well, like these days, she's kind of reached, she's kind of that level. I think with being the royals, they just, people just love to still pick it apart and look at it all. But they were seen as like a a fairy tale and they're still spoken about. Like I asked uh, my mum before we did this, like, what was, what was it like at the time? Because obviously I wasn't there and she was like, it was just crazy. (laughs) But you still three and a half thousand guests were there at St Paul's. You had six hundred thousand people outside wow. the That's, cathedral. What a
1: what a terrible place for a virus to spread.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, and that don't do that today. Stay <laughs> <in there>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like it's I'm, now I'm just like watching TV that was obviously filmed before this like started happening, and I'm like, I oh, don't shake that guy's hand. No, don't shake <laughs> <touch> your hand. <laughs> It's, it's already, like, things have changed so much that it's, it's hard to wrap my head around, like, hey, we're all at Chili's, come on down and get some sizzling fajitas with the whole family. It's like, no, 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 stay inside. <laughs>
0: You're just watching a Royal Wedding, and it's like, you and to kiss the bride? <laughs> no! No, Charles, that's how you get corona. <laughs> Put your wife down. <laughs> on to movie news, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Great film. It is a very, very good film. Did you see? Uh, Vin Diesel went on a massive rant about how Spielberg doesn't do enough directing the other day. That's a that's kind of weird. Yeah,
1: I feel like. I mean, like he's he's right, but I also feel like Spielberg has like all of his best work is behind him.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's pigged and he's probably just happy living off probably residuals from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah,
1: Yeah. like at at a certain point, I feel this is totally getting off topic. at a certain point, I feel like all of the directors kind of lose their edge, uh, and Spielberg is one who always kind of like had a soft spot, and his stuff is just kind of getting softer, if what that makes last... sense.
0: Yeah, what was the last thing he did?
1: Uh, I believe the last thing he directed was Ready Player One. I could be wrong, because I know he also did uh, Bridge of Spies.
0: Yeah, he did Bridge of Spies. Uh, and I'm not sure where those... I don't remember which order that came out. Yeah. Uh, but Ready Player One was awful yeah I didn't like it but I liked the book I... yeah the
1: book, the book was a page turner but um, the movie it's like I, I understand why they got him because it gave them access to all of these different properties and he's probably the only one that could sort of open the door for that but at the same time it's like he doesn't have that same relationship to those properties that everyone else does so it, it, I don't know it just didn't work for me back to
0: 1981 <laughs> <laughs> Ra- Raiders of the Lost Dog it was obviously the highest grossing film Goes without saying of the year and uh, kept Harrison Ford going Cause this would have been uh, how long after the first Star Wars? It would have been four or five years. 1977. <laughs> ah, okay, so four four years and yeah, uh, it was a, another great role for him that he's still still living off today. <laughs> I think he um, pro- probably will go back and try and kill kill him off though, won't he? Like God,
1: I, I really hope so. Like that, that's so ballsy. I think. Because when it's like, well, we're really about to hang our franchise on someone new.
0: Well, who could they get to be Indiana Jones again?
1: Like, I mean, I'm Vin Diesel hanging. is obviously like, a <laughs> for the
0: That's ball. probably why he's doing it. <laughs> I can't do a Vin Diesel impression, but I can imagine him ringing up uh, Spielberg <laughs> in the middle of the night. It's been like Harrison Ford's hanging it, hanging up the hat. <laughs> you know, you know, man.
1: He's just texted photos of him with a sh- shirt off, but wearing a fedora. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just goes down to his local uh, costume <laughs> shop and just buys some Chief Indiana Jones
1: there's um, a super interesting transcript of um, I want to say it's uh, Spielberg and Lucas and maybe Kasdan who are all discussing like what they wanted Raiders of the Lost Ark to be uh, and in it I, I want it's like a bunch of pages that somebody typed up at some point and is floating around but like Spielberg describes skeletons as being the spookiest thing ever <laughs> It's, it's so weirdly
0: cute. <laughs> They're not the spookiest things ever. The spookiest <laughs> thing ever. I watched A Conjuring 2 the other day. That terrified me. Oh, no. I, I have not seen that. <laughs> oh, God. Make sure you got something to hide behind. Mm. <laughs> it's good. I like James Wan films. They're all good. Uh, but onto more film, well, kind of film news. It ties in very nicely. The DeLorean car debuted. Yes. DeLorean DMC-12. It was produced in January of that of that year. Obviously known for its Goldwing doors, but also for Back to the Future. Uh, would you buy a DeLorean if you had access to one?
1: I, I absolutely would. They're the stupidest cars I've ever made, but they look so fucking cool. Like, who makes a car out of stainless steel? Like, <laughs> it's the thing that you make kitchen appliances out of. <laughs>
0: well, that... Uh, that Actually, links in because it was manufactured for two years, and nine thousand were produced. Were roughly around nine thousand, but the company ran out of money really quickly. <laughs> and also, John DeLorean was charged with conspiracy to smuggle drugs. It's,
1: it's, I'm surprised somebody hasn't done uh, like a really good documentary about it because everything about just everything surrounding that car, from like the maker to the car itself to being used in the Back of the Future, is just absolutely fascinating. Um, And, like, the DeLorean is, like, really a shit car. Like, when you crunch
0: the numbers, like, the windows don't really go down. It's, like, a little too flat. Um, You can't park it anywhere, either, because you can't open the door. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very true. Can you imagine trying to park it in, like, for you, like, downtown L.A. and finding a space where you've got enough room to open the door and get out of it?
1: And not looking behind me, and just absolutely lifting a bicyclist up off the ground <laughs> into the air. <laughs> yeah,
0: not, not a, not a great car. <laughs> I'd like to see them try it again, though.
1: Well, it, yeah. I mean, like the interesting thing is, like Tesla saw like the gull wing. It was like that's cool, but figured out a way to do it that wasn't like yeah. absolutely stupid.
0: Was <laughs> it wasn't completely fucking useless? <laughs> it Every way, shape, or form, but it did make a good time machine. Yeah, uh, it had its use. One of them was useful. Well, I wonder how many they used on set.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I would also be curious how many of these 9,000 vehicles produced in total have been turned into like time machines at this point. Because I have to imagine at least half of them have like had some modifications.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, for the Marty McFly set. There's just got to be one in one in a museum somewhere that's still the same. But then everything else just just probably, unfortunately, probably rusted and broken up, or owned yeah. by super rich people who've just modded the shit out of it. The first thing would just be fixed the doors. So. <laughs> uh, I know that you're a big Mozart fan, so you'll be glad to know that in the year of your birthday, found a, symph- a symphony of his that wasn't discovered up till that point. He slaps. What guy Mozart probably was. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't
1: know this. This is really interesting. Uh, well, it
0: was it was then sold to someone anonymously three hundred thousand dollars. So mm. if you've got any undiscovered Mozarts, get them out there, people. You got time to search your attics at the minute.
1: I wonder if they uh, they ever actually held the concert to perform it.
0: Oh, surely, they must have done. Not at the moment though because people stopped gathering. <laughs> just listen to it on spotify okay but that's that's mozart for you on to uh political news we're gonna get a little bit political for a second because ronald reagan became president mm. of the united states have you got any great ronald reagan stories um, of... or what's no. how's he? i guess how's he thought of these days what's like the common consensus
1: well look it, he's still a very political president i think everyone um kind of i think everyone still gives him credit for you know winning the cold war um but at the same time it's like eh, he did a lot to perpetuate the cold war so I, I don't know my favorite thing about ronald reagan is he loved jelly belly jelly beans and that at one point he had dementia so bad that his his wife nancy was calling psychics about what he should do oh my god
0: yeah <laughs> she's calling psychics yeah Oh, God, no one. We we deserve this virus sometimes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we're not always batting a thousand over here.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, In space news from 1981, NASA uh, launched the the very first space shuttle mission. There you go. the The shuttle Columbia successfully carried two astronauts, Robert Crippen and John Young into space to complete the inaugural flight of the space shuttle program uh the purpose of the mission was to test the stability of the new spacecraft which i feel i really <laughs> hope they i really hope they told him beforehand <laughs> hey should we test this down here nah just just shoot it up there and if it fails it fails <laughs> would you go to space because i feel like richard branson's still trying to get us there isn't he for like commercial flights on a Branson
1: ship, maybe. On a space shuttle Columbia, yeah, it's a little long in the tooth at this point. Yeah. I don't know that I'd want to go up in that.
0: Yeah. Especially if they're doing it. Yeah, we're going to send you into space to test if this works. <laughs> like, are we not sending dogs anymore? Like,
1: um, At one point, oh God, all my stories are not about 1981 for Death. obvious reasons that I was yeah. a baby. Uh, but at one point they brought the, uh, I want to say the space shuttle Endeavor into Los Angeles uh, and they flew it on the back of a, I don't know, like a 747 or something. And it was awesome, like to watch it flying around to LA as they brought it in. And then they had to land it and then they had to move it through the streets and they had to take down like street lights and all sorts of stuff uh, yeah. to get it over to the museum. Um, but it was just a really incredible
0: moment in, in Los Angeles history. That is really cool. That must have been a huge job. How like? I can't even imagine how big it must actually be. Yeah, because they like brought it
1: with all the boosters and everything. Oh, um, so it was it was massive, and now you can just like go. I think you might be able to like stick your head in it now. Uh, it's been a while since I've been in that museum. So you're like, ah, see where the astronauts were.
0: Have you ever been to the? Cause I went to the Kennedy Space Center when I was over in Florida years ago. Have you ever been?
1: Uh, I think I was back in 1987.
0: But we're not talking about it. Not talking so. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, over to to a bit of sport for us now. We're all over the place a it bit. But Muhammad Ali finally retired. 55 wins and five defeats. He's another person much like Diana, who has just lived on in pop culture. Yeah. Just,
1: I, I think he, like, I don't know, just he had a giant personality. In a time when like there wasn't a ton of media. So if you were able to be super interesting and, and monopolize like a good chunk of that, it's like you would be hugely relevant in a way that I think is more difficult today.
0: Yeah, I think it's with social media, like everyone can just kind of get out there. Whereas yeah. back then, obviously, you needed to, to shine because you needed television cameras or radio.
1: Fewer sports then, too. I mean, we, we hadn't even thought about the XFL at that point. <laughs>
0: Oh, the XFL. <laughs> I really need. I really need to find someone who was born in two thousand and one. <laughs> so I could just do a whole podcast on it, but not tell them that that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> so, you got any memories of he hate me? <laughs> but uh, have you if you watched Will, the Will Smith film about it? Was it Ali? No, no, I haven't. because oh, um, he does have a quite a fascinating story, which really helps in his legacy.
1: Yeah, it's it's really. I think he well, he retired in 1981. Yeah, yeah. I think he stayed in the game a little too long. Um, he he definitely ended on a kind of a sad note.
0: Yeah, because he had uh, what was it that he had? I can't remember now. Is it um, Parkinson's. I think so. I think so. So he obviously began to slow down a little bit. But sometimes sports people just do that. They cling on to the to the rush of it all. Yeah, perhaps a little bit. A little bit too long sticking with tv or sort of sort of tv there uh mtv music television launched in august uh you've actually worked a little bit with mtv
1: as part of team tiger awesome like we went in to pitch mtv on something we sat in this giant meeting with like all these mtv execs but like some of them kept would just like get up and leave in the middle and like new ones would come in and it was the weirdest (laughs) meeting of all time because it's like by the end of it i don't think we started with any of the same people that we were pitching to by the
0: time we got to the end so did they have like a meeting after you'd gone and just pieced it all together i have no idea (laughs) um i don't know how did you just keep pitching or were you like okay i guess yeah you just we're done you just, just kind of keep going. You're like, well, we're here. Uh, we might as
1: well say it. Maybe somebody will, will tell them this is a good idea. Um, it's interesting because they're part of uh, Viacom, which was also part of Comedy Central. And I want to say um, uh, TNT. No, that can't be right. That's Turner. Um, Spike. It was Spike. So, like, there were a couple different channels and uh, kind of the same building down at Santa Monica. So, like... You would see, like, bits and pieces of people walking through and other more important people having meetings. Um, so it was always, like, an interesting
0: place. Oh, okay, what's I don't even really know what MTV's up to. Um, I
1: think they're mostly just showing, like, I'm going to say documentaries, but it's, like, <laughs> <I would laughs> putting a bunch of in a house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, is that really a documentary? Like, putting a bunch of people that, like, drink so much they throw up? Uh, maybe. You could make an argument for it. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like three steps away from the purge but
1: <laughs>
0: kind of if kind of to be like hey here's a big mansion here's two pounds of cocaine we're yeah. just gonna we're just gonna film it this is journalism <laughs> <laughs> uh, simon and garfunkel reunite for a concert in new york central park i, I think imagine it, that was a huge one Oh, yeah there was more than 750 million people watching that way more you're a big simon garfunkel fan
1: yeah i would say that I, I like simon more than garfunkel um i actually saw um well this is out of the year again but i, I think it was like 2018 <laughs> i saw paul simon with uh sting um which was uh actually a super amazing show like they're both getting up there in years but like they can they can still put on a show
0: good stuff that's okay so, okay so One of the most yeah. interesting things that I actually saw from this year was the term internet was first mentioned in 1981. And I don't know why, because I'd, I'd never really figured someone must have made up this word. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say who mentioned it, but they, they were on to an absolute zinger, and I just, hope, I just hope they got paid for it. <laughs> like, oh, I bet they
1: didn't. Because, I th- I, like, who was it? William Gibson that invented the term cyberspace? Yeah. And, um, I mean, I guess he did kind of get paid for it because it was in a book that sold. So maybe that's not the same at all.
0: This is the guy sat there right now, <laughs> just, just I said this. <laughs> Me, other other interesting little bit from technology as well. IBM in US mm-hmm. launches its first PC, which uses Microsoft software MS DOS. Big, big deal. That is a huge deal. This. Yeah, Thanks, thanks to that, we're able to do this podcast right now. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't even be be doing it. Bet you without Microsoft, because we're doing it through Skype. Mm, thank you, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and then a real real passion of yours, truly. I know, but the Post-it note was launched so important by 3M Core. <laughs>
1: this is a seminal moment in my life. We,
0: we heard earlier you can't remember anything, so this this must have really saved you because you could just write it down.
1: Oh yeah. I- anytime I-, I have to switch desks or clean desks, there's always like a handful of post-it notes that have to travel with me. <laughs> like I don't use them as temporary storage. Uh, once I write on a post-it note, it is forever.
0: <laughs> You're like the guy from Memento.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a piece of your life together through post-it.
1: <laughs> like I'm literally looking around. And I'm like, oh, I guess I could really throw this post-it note away on my desk. And it's like, oh, here's like my recording schedule for the last
0: podcast, which I don't need. (laughs) Thank you, post-it notes. I feel like you you wouldn't have remembered this without them. (laughs) (laughs) And then something that we were discussing before we started recording, but China clones the first fish. And the point that we wanted to raise is that they're obviously not still on fish, given that it's now 39 years later. (laughs) So what's what's going on down there? What are they cloning? I, that was like so.
1: I I had no idea that they were like starting like that cloning stuff so early. I know they're on to the monkeys now. Are they? Oh my well, God. wait a minute. I just looked at the, this website. This is not a reliable website.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're on some kind of Russian Netscape thing that's just claiming China's cloning cloning monkeys. So
1: according to the Daily Mail, which I know is less than reputable. <laughs> yeah uh chinese have cloned 30 human embryos
0: oh my god we're, we're getting we're getting close to blade Two.
1: yeah dangerously close
0: oh god we need them to stop because remember when we cloned that sh- dolly the sheep yeah it no. was like that was a while ago as well but that was weird <laughs> like just stop cloning stuff we don't need
1: it i bet they've already done
0: it what people
1: yeah i bet i bet they have they've got human clones
0: they must yeah they must do because over here, like once every every Christmas, Michael Bublé appears. <laughs> like, is it the same Michael Bublé every Christmas?
1: <laughs> you just <laughs> like the idea of like you having to put like a little bit of peppermint out for the Bublé. <laughs> it's like ah, he's coming. It's like Did you it... put your shoes outside the door and fill it with peppermint sticks. <laughs>
0: And it's just like uh, Iron Man's room where all his suits come out of the floor.
1: You so can pick <laughs> one, but it's
0: just Michael Bublé's. <laughs> it's Christmas, Michael. We could have actual birthdays of people we presume aren't cloned. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Big deal. Uh, it's a big deal. Britney Spears as well was brought into the world in 1981. Uh, <laughs> then Canada just got a little something with Alison Crowe. <laughs> that is and jennifer tisdale so i'm gonna call that a mixed bag yeah i look i feel
1: like she's sneaking on there <laughs> like I don't, I don't know if there's like a steve tisdale that works for the the peoplehistory.com who was like i'm gonna get my sister on this list nowhere near the same caliber as britney spears or justin timberlake
0: can we make a campaign can everyone i don't know if the peoplehistory.com has twitter but could people start tweeting them so that we can get you added to this list?
1: Ooh, I could be, be here with, like,
0: the picture of Monchichi dolls, <laughs> yeah.
1: which are, like, these... Honestly, this looks like human cloning with, like, weird half-human, half-monkey, like... I, it's not even... Uh, I, I'm sorry. Like, there's, without there's listeners no being there. able to see what these look like, I cannot just accurately describe the horrors.
0: Yeah, well, I think I'm going to have to tweet out this picture when I release the episode and make this the avatar of the episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they are terrifying. They look like four different dolls that someone just jammed together and went, oh, it's a new toy. Like, they're, they're like
1: weird, adorable werewolves.
0: <laughs> yeah, they actually are. <laughs> like mid-transformation because it's not done any of the face. Oh, they're horrifying. I don't like them. <laughs> But, uh, you could, oh there's they still exist what no way there's they a block. mom
1: chichi store on amazon
0: <laughs> what oh god oh my then there's different ones if you like if you just google mom chichi dolls you got one who's wearing like a cool t-shirt and jeans
1: and you have like a
0: cute werewolf and a
1: christmas outfit oh they have old ones the hair turns gray when they're old that's awkward what Is it
0: real hair that's so strange <laughs> <laughs> who they are clothes Oh, there's like a 30-second commercial of them. They're so scary. I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah, I don't get why kids think they're cute. They obviously do if they're still selling, but they do look like they're not far away from becoming the Annabelle doll. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of the final things to, to bring up for this year, which I caught right before we were about to record, was the Iran hostage crisis ended, which is what Argo is based on, so... Ben Affleck has a lot to be thankful for as well. Yeah, something uh,
1: Something's tingling in his guts in 1981. <laughs> it's like, I feel
0: it. I'm going to make a movie about this one day. <laughs> and then I'm going to be Batman for a little bit. He's a grumpy man, isn't he? <laughs> you know, he's
1: had his troubles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. A
1: for lot sure. of them were like, just be nice to your wife, man. Your wife seems awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And give your brother more work. He seems fine. Oh, uh, no! Is he not fine?
1: Uh, uh, there are stories.
0: Okay, I'm gonna just. Um, can I borrow your attraction song?
1: <laughs> <to track that? laughs>
0: I don't want to accidentally get myself in trouble with the Affleck's. <laughs> but I mean that that was kind of 1981. There was a lot more that happened, but it wasn't funny, so I didn't include it.
1: Wait, you didn't want to talk about the, uh, the what was it, the um, shit, the
0: Poland martial law?
1: You didn't yeah. want to talk about the state of emergency uh, that Poland was placed under?
0: No, I didn't have a lot on that, I've got to be honest. I also didn't want to talk about the Diablo Canyon nuclear reactor causing protests. Oh. <laughs> didn't want to get into nuclear, but I would really like this laser rifle. though. Yeah,
1: the uh, some of these toys look pretty good. And we were talking about the Mastercaster, which was like a make-your-own, uh, I don't know if they're called Hot
0: Wheels over there,
1: like yeah. but like little little cars that you could make yourself.
0: Yeah, it was like a 3D printer for making cars. Uh, That's that gen- cool. <laughs> a generous
1: description. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the beginnings. It was the idea. Someone saw that and had an idea, and now we can print guns. So it, wow. it went the wrong direction. Uh, <laughs> yeah and i also didn't want to talk about pope john paul II getting shot
1: yeah he didn't but die got it. back up
0: yeah the return he had a small bible in his pocket that's if i remember true. right after that
1: that's when they uh they started putting him in a bulletproof pope mobile <laughs> which which sounds silly but like i i think that's when he started traveling in like that glass cage
0: that you see pups in sometimes yeah i think Definitely, that would have been that would have been what made them do it. So we got something out of it, at least. Yeah, <laughs> we got the pope. Mobile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, which I guess is dated now because, like, the current pope was like,
0: "Nah,
1: at my age, I don't have much to lose." Which is a, a direct <laughs> quote. Is that
0: what he said? Yeah. <laughs> if I die, I die. Yes, yeah, it's fine. true that anything could happen,
1: but let's face it: at my age, I don't have much
0: to lose. All right, man. <laughs> yeah. Someone shoots him from two miles out, those are his final yeah. words. <laughs> uh,
1: he was also reported saying, You come at the Pope, you best not miss.
0: <laughs> oh, nice little bit of wrestling for us, <laughs> <laughs> and then just thrusted his crutch in someone's face. <laughs> well, what a great Pope! I miss him, yeah. But yeah, so that was 1981. Let us know what your favorite moment from 1981 is. And let me know what really important things I missed out. And you can shout at me on Twitter at Rogue underscore Opinion. You could also find me at Nathan Greenway if you want to scream at me directly. And uh, over to you, truly. Let the people know about Night Drive and anything else you've got going on.
1: Uh, Well, if I can scream at you already, uh, we missed the fact that felt berets were $5.50, which is an affordable beret.
0: (laughs) <laughs> sounds like a fake ad <laughs> uh,
1: you can find me on twitter at michael underscore truly or uh, you can find the show i make at night drive fm um, which is you know uh, on itunes spotify uh, literally anywhere that podcasts are at this point uh, you
0: can find night drive which is a fictional uh, fake florida call-in
1: show i guess it's the best
0: way to describe it uh, and you've had so it's a great uh guests on there like dan o'brien was on the last episode was yeah we
1: had some of the people from uh, cracked and uh, dan o'brien obviously writer for last week tonight um and uh, uh chris uh chris jericho i think said that at the top of the show aew champion uh it's just fun it's like a great way i know a lot of like la comedians it's a, a fun way to get them involved in something that you know they don't have to assemble on the back end
0: exactly yeah so go go give that uh, a listen as well and make sure you, you follow everything that truly gets up to. But otherwise, thanks. Thank you very much, man for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. This was a lot of fun. I hope, I hope you and your Monchichi dolls are very happy. Oh my God. I'm going to put them uh, along a shelf
1: so that they can watch me sleep at night. <laughs>
0: <That's> so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at one right now. And it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like a James Wan, if you're listening, the next Conjuring movie. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, thank you very much for listening, and I will speak to you again soon.